0: We have people in our life that have literally never heard the gospel.
1: Mm.
0: Like the gospel is phenomenal. Everything that we, everything that I went searching for in the world is, I couldn't find it because it wasn't, It, it it's only in the man Jesus. And why would right. we not? When you invite people into your, around your table, it doesn't matter how small mm. your apartment is, your home, your big, little, your big house, your small house, whatever, how clean it is, clean up your house or invite them into your mess. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and host them and say, Hey, this makes me uncomfortable, but I'm really learning to grow here. And I'd really like to share something with you mm.
1: and
0: share it. And then ask them, do you know Jesus? Do you know if you died today, that you'd go to heaven tomorrow and pray. Mm. invite people in and preach the gospel.
1: Welcome to the ask about my faith podcast, where our hope is to inspire everyday faith conversations. I'm Jess. And I'm
2: Abby. Today we're back with part two of our conversation with Jamie Lynn Walnu. Jamie Lynn is the author of Holy Revolution and the host of Set Apart Women's podcast and ministry. Question, do you ever feel unqualified to share your faith? If so, today's podcast is for you. I love what Jamie Lynn had to say. The more informed you become, the more courageous you'll be. She's going to pray over you and encourage us all to become more aware of the people around us who need to experience God's love. Let's jump right back in with Jamie Lynn's story of how she shared the truth about Easter with her family. Can we hear the the, the Easter, Easter story? story?
1: Yes,
0: okay, are you ready? <laughs> so, um, my husband and I were hosting for the first time this holiday, and we were so excited. Um, I was nervous. We've never hosted our family. I'm 35. I'm about to be 36, but you know, it's like you're hosting a holiday and it's always been (laughs) at my parents' house. It's a
1: big deal. Yeah. And it's your new house. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. So my brother, my sister, my mom, my dad, my dad's parents, my grandparents, and my mom's mom, my grandmother all came. Mm. And the night before it was Saturday night and I just was, my husband was out on a run and I just was weeping. So he walked in the house with me weeping. And I was just like, Lance, when he came in, I was like, Lance, I can't imagine as a woman who was madly in love, because um, my friends just lost their son. We were walking really close with them. Mm. And I was like, I can't imagine somebody close, that doing life with like really close to dying. The anguish that they felt tonight, Saturday night, still in the tomb. Mm. And Then all of a sudden, that person is like raised from the dead. And you're like, like, oh my gosh, you're here. Like, I thought I lost you forever, but but you're alive and I have you forever. And they had Mm. no idea the impact of what was coming for us even on this podcast today. And I was so gripped by the weight of the story of Mm. Easter's cute, cool, we're more we're more resurrection life on this holiday than we are um, mm-hmm. celebrating Easter. I'm not. That's not me judging or criticizing anybody. I'm saying like we we remember that Jesus not only died, yeah. um, but he was raised from the dead and he's alive today.
1: Yeah.
0: And mm-hmm. shout out to you, Jesus. I love you. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like we're alive. Uh, yeah. But I just was so gripped and I was like, Lance, we're hosting we have never shared the gospel with our family. Like my wow. grandparents, my dad's parents, I've never shared the gospel with them. Like they read my book um, called Holy Revolution. is like pretty extreme, but like we've never, hmm. like we've never shared the gospel with them. I was like, we're supposed to share the gospel tomorrow <laughs> at lunch. And so like for real girls, I was like, well, you come coming to my home. Like, okay, so we're all sitting down and, And there's another family member at the table that isn't, isn't uh, following the Lord yet to my knowledge. And I honestly just didn't know where everybody was Mm -hmm. anywhere over half of them were, but you know, so we're, we're sitting there and I'm like, okay, guys, I just need to share this with you. I was like, you know, I know it's Easter, Mm -hmm. but like this holiday, this day represents the resurrection of Jesus. And then I just started telling him, I was like, when I was little, I had this dream about heaven. We were all lined up outside of heaven and by age. And we all walked in and sat at this table. We all had an angel standing behind us. I'm like super summarizing this. And I was like, and we were about to go into heaven forever together mm. and live in eternity for like, this is a real place that we're going to. And God showed mm. this dream of all of us sitting at the table together. And Jesus really did come. He died because to show us how to live and to cover our sins so that like we could turn to and repent. I'm like, which I have to repent all the time for mistakes. I make, I was like, but then we're wiped clean. And like, God is real and he's done this. And so I just really want to know, like, I was like, Jesus is alive and he's real. And I just want to know, like, if you, I was like, I may not have tomorrow, and I wanted to share the gospel with y'all, but like, if you died today, do you know you're going to spend eternity? Like, will we all mm. be together? Cause I want to be an eternity with all of you. Like, are yeah. we going to be together? Like if I looked around this table, could you say that you were going? And that was just a really profound moment. It made somebody really uncomfortable and that's okay. Um, mm. And I went and checked on them later. I was like, hey, did that make you uncomfortable? And they were like, no, no. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, are you sure? But <laughs> the thing is, I, the seeds were planted, and it was from mm. love, and it was one of those things. I'm like, how can we haven't done? Why is this not normal around the mm. family? Which my husband and I very much so will normalize this with our children around mm. the table. We don't have kids yet, but. I totally have preached the gospel to my golden doodle, my firstborn son. Um, and he did, he did respond when I said, do you want to Praise understand? the Lord. It's a long time, but he did. That's going to offend people, but God bless. Um, you got to have fun. You got to practice preaching somewhere. But um, all this to say, it was a moving moment in my family. Yeah. And it really touched mm. my mom and it touched my Nana. And I could tell that it touched my grandparents. My grandma was hilarious in the way she responded. And, and, and the conversation was beautiful from there, but I, I'm like, man, there's something about you opening your home, inviting mm-hmm. people around the table and just saying, mm-hmm. Hey, I just want to know, like, we have people in our life that have literally never heard the gospel. Mm-hmm. Like the gospel is phenomenal. Everything that we, everything that I went searching for in the world is I couldn't find it because it wasn't it it, it's only in the man jesus and why would we not when you invite people into your around your table it doesn't matter how small your apartment is your home your big your big house your small house whatever how clean it is clean up your house or invite them into your mess (laughs) it doesn't matter and and host them and say, hey, this makes me uncomfortable, but I'm really learning to grow here. And I'd really like to share something with mm. you. Mm. And share it. And then ask them, do you know Jesus? Do you know if you died today that you'd go to heaven tomorrow? And pra- mm. invite people in and preach the gospel. You know, like it just, it can be a That's portion so of the moment. And and how can we be here for you? How can we pray for you? Do you have the Holy Spirit? Do you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit right now? This is what it looks like to be. Mm. And so I, I just feel if, we, if we're really madly in love with Jesus, and we really know him and believe it, it's easier to share our faith. And anyways, I'll never forget this Easter Sunday. Mm. It was very touching and very moving. And I, I was totally the Holy Spirit that that moved us. And this may be normal in other families. It's not, it's not in mine, but so to other people you may be like, Yeah, we do it every Sunday. That's awesome. Or every <laughs> Easter, or every every resurrection Sunday. Thank God, yeah. keep doing it. Because mm. you're showing people how to do it. And mm. yeah. What the best day to share it ever too. It's like, what is Easter? It's not about a <laughs> bunny jumping around with eggs. It's really right. about a man named Jesus. He's Lord mm-hmm. and he's alive.
2: So good. One thing my husband and I talk about a lot is that we want our home to feel like the father's house where people can come in and, and feel comfortable and we can have those big conversations and, and it just feels natural and not confrontational at all. And it sounds like that's exactly, yeah, what you created on Easter for your family too.
0: I love that. Mm-hmm. I I hope that we did. I mean, I know one person was uncomfortable, but guess what? It was planted.
1: <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And that's an important thing to remember, right? Is that not everyone, you know, some people are going to be enthusiastic about it, super open to the conversation. Some people are going to be uncomfortable, but they're going to be pretty passive about it. Others may straight up, reject you or, you know, say, hey, no, I, I actually don't want you to pray for me. And we're going to get a wide variety of responses. That's part of Jesus' experience. And when He sent His disciples out, right, that was part of what He told them. And you've had some experiences, of course, then where you've shared the gospel, right? And it hasn't gone maybe as you had hoped. Do you have any specific situations or interactions that come to mind?
0: You know, I... I was, uh, I've been rejected a lot. Like I really have, I, do I have specific examples? Not that come to mind and this is probably why, and I genuinely mean this. Mm. <laughs> I could like, I do not, I cannot lie. So I'm just going to be real with y'all. I don't really remember specific moments. So Holy spirit bring one to mind. And so I just remember there's been a lot of people where in public, I've asked them if I could pray for them and they said no, or Hey, can I share with you about Jesus? And they're like, no. But then once again, the cool thing is, is it's so important not to be offended and take it personal because it's very, Mm. which is probably, I don't, maybe why I don't remember these moments so much, but I do, you know, in his word, it says to shake the dust off your feet. He sent the disciples out in twos. And this is like when he sent out like the 72, it was like a lot. Mm -hmm. And he sent them out, and he was like, and if they reject you, shake the dust off your feet and keep going because it's Mm -hmm. not you they're rejecting. It's me. When he says, shake the dust off your feet, he's saying, do not carry offense into the next city because that can affect you negatively. And that he doesn't want offense to be part of our our heart and our language mm-hmm. in going and preparing the way for his return so or preparing the way for him to go into the next city. So I feel like part of that, the revelation that I feel like the Lord has given me is that I don't have a fence in my heart for being rejected. And I'm okay if somebody says, because they're, it's not me, they're rejecting. Mm-hmm. It is Jesus. And that's a bummer because Jesus is pretty epic, but that's their choice, and that's free will, and that's a gift God gave us. And yeah. all I can do is be faithful and keep speaking up, and not let that silence me.
1: Mm, that's so good, Jamie Lynn. I feel like that's that has to be speaking to some of our yeah, listeners for sure, because that is so that is so real. Mm-hmm. When we experience pain, we have a natural aversion, and, and we want to avoid experiencing that again, and. I know that that's the case for some of our listeners now is that they've had an experience like that and they haven't shared their faith in maybe years because they're holding that that offense and that fear. Would you be willing to just say a brief prayer over, over those listeners to release them of that fear and anxiety, whatever it might be that that's holding them back from sharing their faith because of something just like that?
0: Absolutely. Holy Spirit, I love you so much, and I and I thank you for who you are, and I thank you for what you've taught me and how you've led me to Jesus, and I, I thank you for the courage to speak up, and I just ask that for whoever's listening to this right now, that you would come and that you would touch them and that they would even feel your presence right now in this prayer, that they would feel like a peace come over their body or a tingling or whatever it is to know that you're there right in this moment. And um, Mm -hmm. I I just speak to you listening and I command the fear of man to be removed from your life and for the peace of God and courage of love to come over you. And I ask Holy Spirit that you would give them such a reverence for you and for Jesus that they would be more gripped by not speaking up and grieving Mm -hmm. you than they would be by speaking up and being rejected. And I'm asking the revelation in your word that you gave us and that you've given me that you would give to them in this moment, that they would be blessed with the courage to know that it's worth speaking up and that they don't have to walk away with regret from being silent anymore. Um, and Lord, mm-hmm. even for those that don't even think, that are that are walking around and living life and like, i never think to pray for people. Um, Lord, would you, like Holy Spirit, would you just show them, would you start awakening this moment where you give them an awareness of, oh, this person needs encouragement or mm-hmm. this person needs prayer Or this person needs, whatever it is, would you just show them what the person in front of them, would you awaken their senses to the person in front of them to know what need can be met by them through you? Um, In Jesus name, amen.
1: Amen. Thank you so much.
2: It looks like we have another story here about, oh, sharing weekly on social media and then a woman limping into a restaurant and getting to pray for her.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness, a few weeks ago, I was actually going to pick up food. I have a women's small group at my house two to three times a month. And I was going to pick up food. And I saw this woman, like she's like old enough to be my mom, but she was like a, like really limping and she's about to go up on a curb. And I was like, Like, it was like, oh my goodness, can I help you? She's like, no, no. I was like, no, really? Can I please help you? She's like, okay, you're so sweet. Because oftentimes people are going to say no and just be kind and say, no, really, I would love to help you. Can Mm -hmm. I help you? (laughs) It's not an inconvenience. Yes, it's not. To be kind is not inconvenient unless you're prideful, whoa! Oh. are they, they going to edit that out? No. Um, I, I mean, I've been there. That's why I say that. But, um, I, I was walking with her. She was like, Oh, Oh, like really dramatic in like her, but it was real. I was yeah. like, oh, what happened to you? Mm-hmm. And I'm already like, ding, ding, ding. Yes. Go like part of me is like, I think we're going to go after this. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, oh, I, I have a double hip replacement or either double knee replacement or hip replacement next Mm -hmm. week or next month scheduled. I'm just in so much pain. It hurts to do anything. And she's literally like, like limping her way in and you can hear the anguish. I was like, Mm. Oh my goodness. I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm so glad the surgery set up. She goes in, Once again, this other person helps open another door because they see me helping her. So they go open the other door. Hello, it's contagious. So she goes and sits down (laughs) and I go and I grab my food and I'm already like, oh no, if I leave here without praying for her, (laughs) I'm not going to be able to stop thinking about it.
2: Right, right. You
0: want me to go pray for her? She's sitting at a table by herself and I'm like, okay. So I grab my to-go order and I walk up to her and I'm like, and I'm by myself. There's nobody with me. Well, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit's with me, clearly, because he was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just said, Hey, I was like, Do you know Jesus? And she goes, I love Jesus. And I was like, That mm-hmm. is great. I was like, I cannot leave here without asking you if I can pray for you. Like, it is so mm-hmm. gripped on my heart. Is there any way that I can pray for you and encourage you? I was like, you should, I was like, I have seen Jesus do radical miracles, like blind Mm. eyes open, like literally crazy things. And I just don't want you to be in pain. I was like, even if you go through with your surgery, could be from the Lord, he works through people all the time. Doesn't mean you have to be in pain between now and then. And -hmm. she's like, oh yes. And I was like, and do you need finances for your surgery? Like, what do you need? She's like, no, it's fully paid for. Oh my goodness. Please pray for me. I love it. Thank you. Guess what? I get to pray for her. It's awesome. She's touched. I'm encouraged. Great. And I go. And I, it wasn't one of those things. I know some people be like, "Check it out. Is there still pain?" It didn't feel like one of those moments to me. It just felt more like, mm. "Okay, bless you. This is so cool." Mm. Lord, remove the pain between now. Yeah. And then, you know. And so, anyways, and she's testifying to me that like the Lord provided for my surgery, and I'm like, "That's mm. awesome." So like I'm being blessed hearing because God can work through doctors. Okay, for um, sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So all that to say, it was that was just a daily like random. I'm on my own. I'm on, like on my own journey and my own whatever. And I couldn't errands the moment if I didn't mm-hmm. trust the nudge.
1: Mm. I love that. And it sounds like it was an encouragement to her. It was an encouragement to you. You don't know. I mean, to be in chronic pain mm. is awful. You know, that's one of the biggest, uh, I think, what do you call it? Like comorbidities, co-occurrences with like depression, right? Mm. That people who have chronic pain, wow they also experienced so much um, anguish because of it and so that you you have no idea how much encouragement that probably provided her
0: yeah and who knows what else and me yeah that's true I mean people could have been seeing that you never know but but mm-hmm. it's truly about obeying too you know yeah that? like you feel the nudge and it's like oh yeah. my joy is to obey I found more joy in obeying than I have in being silent and ignoring mm. hmm that's so good
1: you have a unique situation in that you have a, a social media platform. Yeah. Was there anything that you uh, wanted to share about how you've been able to share your faith with some of your followers and maybe people who have reached out to you and via, you know, a direct message of some sort?
0: I have, well, first let me say being in media is not for the faint of heart.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly
0: the amount of persecution even from people mm. that have known me and we had incredible relationships in college that have come at me and slammed mm. me um, yeah. even just like for me praying for her country and like the accusations that come and it's just a mm. really you know from sharing my faith I have found myself in the fetal position sobbing and dry heaving extreme like extreme physical reaction to pain and hurt of what has come at me in the past, but it definitely strengthened me to keep going. Mm. And I am so madly in love with God that and Jesus and the Holy spirit. And I know part of my call is to be online sharing. I'm not trying to build a following. I'm just wanting to be faithful Mm -hmm. and for me, being able to share my faith has been profound, and not just that, but in the in the DMs or whatever you call it, in messages on Instagram, I have had incredible moments where women have reached out to me. Sometimes dudes, but then I have to like copy my husband because I'm like, I don't know, you know, we're very like extreme yeah. on like, mm-hmm. you know, if there's a dude messaging me, I'm gonna copy my husband on it. But um, there have been moments where women have reached out to me and like, I'm really struggling with X, Y, Z. Can you please point me in the right direction? Or can you please mm-hmm. tell me? You? Or, can you pray? Guess what? I'll send them a voice memo and pray over them. Or I'll send them. Uh, literally, I'm like, man, Lord, you've given me this platform. I'm going to steward it. I'm going to take it very yeah. seriously. And mm-hmm. what you've done for me, you can do for somebody else. And maybe I don't struggle with what this person is saying, but I know your word enough to be able to point them to what to meditate on and how to pray and and pray for them and let them know, okay, like repent, turn to him and let's go. You know, like you've mm. you've got this, you can't do it by yourself, but you can do it with him and it's for you. So there's been many moments, um, oh my goodness, over the years where people have, and it's and it's been um, more often, I would say recently with people reaching out to me and asking for prayer. And so, yeah, I take it very seriously. And I'm I'm actually like low key, really grateful that I don't have like six, figure following because I'm like, I get mm. to do it. Like I actually get to yeah. have these conversations with mm. these incredible women who are messaging me and connect with them. And I may never see them in person, but somehow yeah. they found me online and mm. yeah.
2: Any advice for those of us that don't have a big following, but our social media is mostly our like actual friends and family. Is that kind of um, any advice for yeah. For us on how to share a faith via social media.
0: Look, if you are a Christian and you love Jesus, mm-hmm. you should be telling people about Jesus. Yeah. And it's one thing to have a business account that's about fashion. And that's like your or some. You know what I mean? It's like one thing to like, we are a consulting company. You know, and that's if it's like you and your personal, if you're really a Christian, you can't be quiet about it. And Mm. if you're quiet about it, then I would say the devil has more of a hold of your tongue than Mm. Jesus does. Wow. And honestly, that's the first time I've ever said that out loud. So it's probably the Lord. And I'm pretty black and white and I'm sorry. And I love you guys. But can we just be real? I look back at times in my life where I was quiet or I was afraid to speak up. And it's exactly Mm. what Satan wanted. Mm. And this is what I want to say to you. Yeah, you being kind and loving and having the fruits of the spirit and sharing uniquely how you were created to share about your faith is gonna be a game changer to people. And there are times when the enemy has kept my mouth shut and Satan can literally, it is already a done deal for him. And it's not for you and it's not for your family members. And you have to remember hell is a real place. And in Revelation, it says that they are gonna be in a burning, painful fire for all of eternity, every day, awake, feeling every moment. And this is a real place that the people following you could be going to. Honestly, yeah. it could be a real place that we're going to if we're not really going to be the, like following Jesus, if we're going to be lukewarm. Mm-hmm. Because lukewarm is like when you know what to do and you don't do it. Mm-hmm. And he says, He spits those people out of the mouth. And he says, When you get yeah. to heaven, he will say, I did not know you. You did not know me, but we thought we did because everything we did was in his name, but really it wasn't. Mm. And I say this with such reverence because Mm -hmm. Satan can literally never turn back to Jesus. He's done. So he will spend the rest of his breathing moment coming after you and coming after me to make sure that we're with Mm. him and miserable because he wants company and his company is not good. It's miserable. And so. Eternity with Jesus is real and it's forever and it's beautiful. And Mm. to me, there has to be a reverence where, And it's okay if you don't feel that way right now in this moment. But I'm asking you, if you are listening to this, there's a reason why you're tuning into this podcast. There's a reason Mm. why you're still tuning into this episode at this point in time. Ask God for what you need. Ask him for courage. Ask him, please give me courage to share faith. Please show me how Mm. to share faith. Please let me do this. You should, I would never think twice about sharing a picture of my husband and saying, I love this man. Yeah. Why on earth can you not just profess your faith on your own Instagram? Mm. And I'm not telling you that you have to be doing that, but I'm saying there's a, there's a place for you to share. And mm-hmm. and if you feel like you're supposed to have a platform where you're sharing your faith and you're, the world shows you that you should have a whole big following and that that's mm. success. But I would say success is showing up every day and being obedient to the Lord and being grateful yeah. because mm. I share stuff all the time. I'm never, I'm very careful not to share, to get likes. I'm very careful not to share because I need to fit in with the algorithm. I'm very careful to just share when I feel the unction of the Holy Spirit now. And I've had mm-hmm. to do a lot and I don't, the number of people following me, the number of people like me post is not a reflection of the power of the Mm. post. It just takes one person seeing it and being transformed. So Mm. I guess I know that's intense, but I just want to say like, let your faith be made real by falling in love with Jesus. And the Holy spirit has come to point us to him and he Mm -hmm. can come and help you fall in love with Jesus. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. That's so good. And I love your analogy too about your husband sharing,
1: Mm -hmm. um, you know,
2: or your kids or your dog. Like, I'm not afraid to share posts about my dog, but yeah, Mm -hmm. how often am I
0: I sharing the gospel? Everybody's going to love your dog. Not everybody's going to love your Jesus. There's no rejection, yeah. Jesus Mm -hmm. literally did signs, wonders, and miracles. Thousands of people were standing in front of it. This part of the scripture gets me. Thousands of Mm. people saw it. They were all so excited. And then all of a sudden, Jesus has to go out there and deliver the, Eat my flesh, drink my blood, and people didn't get it. Mm. They're like, oh bro, you're weird. They just saw all this incredible stuff happen. They've seen lives transformed. People get delivered. The dead Mm. is raised, whatever. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, this guy's weird, and they leave him. He turns to his disciples who've been walking with him and said, Are you gonna leave me too? Mm. So he went from thousands to nothing. But then later on, Paul's preaching, or Peter, Peter's preaching. And 3,000 were added to the number of disciples. After Jesus had left, he'd been resurrected, been with them for 40 days left. Mm. 3,000 in one day were added because he preached the gospel and he shared his faith. You literally never know what's going to happen until you, and you're not putting yourself out there. It's not you. You're putting, that is so prideful for me to Mm. think that I'm putting myself out there. I'm not Mm. putting myself out there when I post a picture of my husband, I'm putting him out there.
1: It's true. Yeah, great Sorry. point. it's intense.
0: It's intense. I know. I love you guys. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no! It really is. It's so good to hear. Right, and yeah. uh, if people are feeling that sense that ooh, that resonates mm-hmm. with me, and it hurts a little, it stings a little. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And I I hope that they feel your heart. Mm-hmm. That it is coming out of just the most love. It's not like. You're not taking shots at them. You're encouraging them. You're encouraging them to take that step to reconsider whatever that fear that might be holding them back is. is What it is, why it's going on.
0: I've been there. Mm -hmm. I'm not speaking from a place that I haven't been silent myself or paralyzed Mm -hmm. or apathetic. So I just, it's so much more fun to just obey the unction and the nudge. It's so much more fruitful and so much more life-giving and joyful for you on the other side.
1: Mm. Jamie Lynn, you've given already so much encouragement to our listeners. Um, We also want to give you the opportunity to, if you had a few thoughts prepared for advice, additional advice or encouragement that you would share with these listeners um, when it comes to going out, sharing their faith, what would you want them to hear?
0: I mean, here's the deal. The world isn't getting prettier and lighter. It's getting darker. And with Mm. that, the light and love and purity of mm. jesus is going to be a lot louder because we all know the darker yeah. a room is the louder a tiny light is mm-hmm. so for you it, you listening it is so crucial for us to know god's word because of what's coming to the earth and i'm not saying this to be fearful those who are found in christ jesus will be saved and actually you'll have the answer to bring other people into safety because he supplies mm. all of our needs but it's free will to choose him. But when you choose him, he promises when your heart is turned to him, that he supplies all of your needs Mm -hmm. and not just that, but falling in love with his word so that when the world comes against it, you're able to say, Oh wait, that's not, that's not who God is. That's Mm -hmm. not who Jesus is. And then another thing is prayer, like pray, pray and don't just pray for yourself, pray for other people and watch God do what he says he's going to do. And and mm. and I feel, I mean, I said this earlier, I feel like the best advice I could give you too is the more courageous you come, no, the more informed you become, the more courageous you will be. So if you know God's word and you actually like have relationship with Jesus, the easier it is to talk about him. Cause he's mm. real. He's not some like ask the Holy Spirit to come and fill you in, and and Jesus isn't some like weird air fairy. He's like a real human. He's like a real person. He's sitting at the right hand of the father, praying for you to be courageous mm. and bold. And so live out the prayers that are being prayed for you by being informed in his word and who he is so that you can have courage to go out and and be you. You be mm. you. And I'm cheering you on, whoever you are. I love you and <laughs> I believe in you and we need you. We really need, we really need you, especially if you're in America. <laughs> We really need you to shine your light um, with everything going on right
2: now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Please subscribe wherever you're listening, rate and review. You can also follow us on social media. God bless you this week.